0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? The following is a breaking hot take from the Dudes in Hyperspace podcast. Hi, hey everybody. Ian J. Malone here with a special hot take edition of the Dudes in Hyperspace podcast, solo style, if you will. Uh, Dave and Scott will be back for our next episode where we will discuss everything from the latest and greatest of what's been happening around the college football world to new castings in Marvel, D.C., so on and so forth, with a, a, particularly a lot of the television projects of late have been getting a lot of news there. So we will break back into that in our next full-fledged edition of the show. In the meantime, you guys know I like to talk a lot about NASCAR racing on this show, and we had some big, big, big news break this week. Uh, A lot of people have been waiting to see what the 2021 schedule would look like for the Cup Series. Uh, Normally, you will get that around May or June, but obviously because of COVID this year, that put a lot of things in flux. So a lot of people have been waiting for this one because it was rumored there were going to be a lot of big changes. And, uh, well, it didn't disappoint. So it dropped yesterday. You can click in the show notes there and find a link to the full schedule if you want to go back and review it for yourself. I'll buzz over the different dates and then tell you kind of what I like about it, what I don't, and hit on a couple of the big noteworthy, uh, noteworthy changes that, that were on this one. So without further ado, let's break this sucker down, shall we? Season opens next year on February the 14th with the Daytona 500 at Daytona International Speedway. Uh, before I go any further, let's make this clear. NASCAR should always open with the Daytona 500. There are things that should be in flux on their on their schedules. That is not one of them. You always open with the Daytona 500. That's not up for negotiation. It's just my two cents. It's the way I feel about it, but I feel pretty strongly about it. Uh, you leave Daytona on February the 21st and race at Homestead Miami Speedway. That'll be a good date. From there, you kick out on the early West Coast swing. February the 28th, you go to Fontana, which is going to turn into a short track uh, next year, I believe. That's going to be a really, really good thing for that track. Uh, From there, you go to Las Vegas on March the 7th, March 14th, you make your way out to Phoenix Raceway, Uh, then you head back east. On March 21st, you've got the first of two dates for the Atlanta Motor Speedway. You then head to Bristol on March the 28th, and this is one of the big changes. Bristol is going to be a dirt race in March 28th, and I'll hit on that a little bit more here in just a second. Uh, Let's see here, April the 4th is an off weekend for Easter, good thing there, and then you head on to Martinsville, Virginia on April the 10th, Uh, April 28th you go to Richmond, April 25th you're going to Talladega, May the 2nd you kick out to Kansas. Uh, May the 9th, you come back for one of two Darlington race dates. So Darlington gets a second race this year. Uh, That's never a bad thing, good racing there. Uh, After Darlington, you move on to Dover, May the 16th. May the 23rd, we head out to Austin, Texas for the Circuit of the Americas. That's a biggie. And again, we're going to touch on that here in just a second. May the 3rd, you head back to Charlotte for the World 600 on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, June 6th, you head out to Sonoma for some road racing action uh june the 16th or june the 13th excuse me we head out to texas motor speedway for the all-star race so not going to be at charlotte not going to be at bristol this year we're all-star racing at texas motor speedway Uh, from there you head back to the great state of tennessee on june the 20th for nashville super speedway then you head out to the poconos june twenty sixth and 27th pocono doubleheader returns this year Ah, then we get to July the 4th weekend, the subject of much discussion uh, last year when it moved from Daytona to Indianapolis. Next year, however, in 2021, 4th of July for NASCAR fans will be spent in Wisconsin at Road America. I got thoughts on that. Stay tuned. Uh, from then, we head back to Georgia for the second Atlanta race date on uh, July the 11th. July 18th, we head to New Hampshire. Then NASCAR takes two weeks off for the Olympics. That's a smart move. Uh, nobody wants to compete with the Olympics. So just go ahead and give your sport a two-week break. They will have been on the road a ton by that point. Uh, they can you know, turn over television to the Olympics. Everybody can watch that. And then we can come back racing on August the 8th at Watkins Glen in upstate New York. More road racing there. You're probably starting to see a trend. Uh, We have August the 18th at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. Not the oval, the road course. I got big thoughts on that. Stick around. Uh, Then we head to Michigan Speedway on August the 22nd before you close out your regular season again at the Daytona International Speedway on August the 25th. After that, you roll into the playoffs. No real changes there. Uh, They pretty much have the same batch of tracks. You're going to go to Darlington, Richmond, Bristol cutoff race. Uh, Then we go to Vegas, Talladega, Charlotte Roval cutoff race. Back to Texas for a points race. And then Kansas, then Martinsville, uh, and then you close out your season again on November 7th at Phoenix. So that's schedule. That's pretty well where we, uh, where we stand, what we're going to be looking at. We'll start again in February and end in November. Uh, right off the top, I will tell you that I am not a big fan of that. I think I've been on record for a long time as saying NASCAR really needs to shorten their schedule. I think midweek races and doubleheaders are the way to do it. Frankly, NASCAR just doesn't have the juice to compete with football. And in their defense, nobody does. Nobody ought to be trying to compete with the NFL and college football when fall rolls around. They are the gorillas. And, uh, you know, honestly, given given where NASCAR has been, the struggles that they've had with television ratings of late or of, you know, for a number of years now, get out of the way, man. You know, run your playoffs through August when all you're really competing with is Major League Baseball. And, you know, people are looking for something to watch. You know, NASCAR's playoff format has been absolutely riveting. I know there are a lot of purists out there who don't like it, but listen, the bottom line when you get to this echelon of pro sport is that television drives the train. And if you don't have an exciting playoff format that has loads of drama and storylines for people to follow you go by the wayside nascar's done that with their playoffs the problem is they run it while the nfl is on television and most everyday fans that aren't already nascar fans are not going to tune you in when they can also be watching the dallas cowboys or the uh, i started to say the washington football team uh whatever they're calling themselves now or the green bay packers detroit lions you get the idea. Uh, I really think NASCAR missed the boat on that to shorten their schedule with doubleheaders, midweek races, and uh, and run their playoffs, which are fantastic at a time when, frankly, fans are starving for something else to watch other than baseball. And I like baseball, but, uh, but it would be nice to have some alternatives. And they could have done that. They didn't. You know, it is what it is. Maybe, maybe down the line. Uh, first major change that we'll talk about is the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, I'm not opposed to NASCAR Cup Series racing, racing on dirt. I do think that the Eldora Truck Series race the last few years has been a blast to watch. I I get that there is something to be said for keeping that race as its own entity. It gives the Truck Series something that they can hang their hat on as we're the only ones who do this at a NASCAR's National Touring Series. You know, but I mean, listen, the Cup is where you're making all your money. You're not making your money off the Truck Series. You make it off the Cup, guys. So if you can put them on dirt and get a lot of extra eyeballs, I definitely think that's something you got to look at if you're NASCAR. Why do you have to do it at Bristol? it's a great facility on its own it's great racing on its own when it's left to just be bristol why do you need to cover it in dirt and try and make it something that it's not particularly when you have dirt facilities out there like eldora like knoxville heck the dirt track outside of charlotte motor speedway you know these are venues that are built specifically for that form of racing and if there's a way to take the cup guys there i'm you know I'm, i'm just a fan of that um, you know, that said, I'll, I'll take it. I'll certainly dial in. I don't think this is the worst decision that that NASCAR made with this schedule. Uh, I just would not have taken that race to Bristol. I would have taken it somewhere else uh, and raced on an actual dirt track. That's just me. Uh, next big change, and this is actually the bright spot of this. I love the fact that NASCAR is going to go road racing at Circuit of the Americas. That's a fantastic call on NASCAR's part. Uh, Circuit of the Americas, for those who don't know what that is, that is the Formula One track that they built a number of years ago outside of Austin, Texas. One of the finest road racing facilities has come around the bend in North America in a while. Um, really, really great facility. So, uh, anytime you can go to Texas, I think that's a good thing for NASCAR. Uh, trying to break in NASCAR in Austin could be a a little bit of an interesting trick, but circuit of the Americas is a great venue. If your goal is to add more road races to the schedule, which NASCAR set out to do that, then I think, uh, COTA circuit of the Americas is a fantastic way to do that. And I was thrilled to see that added to the schedule. Uh, let's see here. June 13th, Texas all-star race. Ah, you know, I mean, it's whatever. I'm indifferent on this one. Uh, I was a big fan of seeing the All-Star Race at Bristol last year. I love short tracks, so uh, the Bristol All-Star Race was was really a lot of fun for me to watch as a fan. Yeah, I mean, Texas, it's another cookie-cutter, you know? I mean, it it is going to be what it's going to be, but one thing you can bet on is that Eddie, uh, Eddie Gossage and the guys out there who run that track will make it a spectacle. They will make a big to-do out of it. Uh, Everything's bigger and better in Texas. They stand by that philosophy as they promote that track. They will certainly promote the crap out of the all-star race, and if you're NASCAR, you can't ask for better than that. Um, As a fan, I would still rather see it on a short track. I think that's more fun. Bristol under the lights for the all-star stuff was great. But uh, if you're going to send it to a cookie cutter, I I don't think you could do much better than Texas. They will do it justice out there. So we will see what happens there. Uh, June 20th, NASCAR returns to Nashville. That was the subject of much debate. I know a lot of old school fans, namely Dale Earnhardt Jr., wanted to see NASCAR race at the Nashville Fairground Speedway, which is a half mile short track there in Nashville, like in Nashville proper. Nashville Super Speedway is located in Lebanon, which, as far as I know, is about an hour outside of of downtown Nashville. Uh, Listen, I mean, from what I understand about those negotiations, the Speedway Motorsports Inc. people really tried hard to get NASCAR back to the fairgrounds. Uh, That's a facility that's definitely going to need some work before the Cup cars can get back there from a a safety and an upgrade and an amenities standpoint. So it wasn't going to be immediate. Um, but they were unfortunately not able to get that deal done. I don't know why that is, particularly given that IndyCar uh, Indy has managed to lock down a street circuit there for 2021. So, you know, if, if as a city official, you're worried about logistics and noise and residents complaining about all, you know, cars and traffic and all that, which I believe was one of the reasons it was cited for why they couldn't get the fairgrounds deal done, then how in the world did you get a freaking street course race approved? Uh, I'm still scratching my head on that. But anyway, they couldn't get the deal done, so Fairgrounds was not an option. NASCAR needs to be in the Nashville media market. They have to be. All right, NASCAR, country music, I mean, they kind of go together. And Nashville, kind of synonymous with country music. They're going to have their, you know, their awards banquet there. They did last year, moving forward, it's going to stay there. NASCAR had to be in Nashville. And apparently Nashville Speedway in Lebanon was the only game in town. So here's hoping that the, you know, the competition committee can find a way to create some good quality racing out there because Lord knows the last few times we did watch racing at Nashville super speedway, it was less than enthralling. Um, You know, but who knows PJ one tire compounds, whatever, maybe they can find a way to make that track competitive and, uh, and put on a show that fans can be proud of. I, I will happily road trip it to Nashville to catch a NASCAR race, even if I've got to get up and drive 45 minutes to an hour to the track to get set up and, and do the event. I'm, I'm happy they're back in Nashville. Even if it's just at the Super Speedway, uh, I'll take it. Would love the fairgrounds, but I'll take it. Uh, Pocono doubleheader returns on June 26th and 27th. Touched on that. I, I applaud Pocono. I think it's a great place to have a doubleheader. My only thing that I'm sad about is that that is the only doubleheader on the schedule. I think you needed that. Uh, But nevertheless, the Pocono doubleheader returns, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, July 4th, Road America. Uh, Yeah. I would say this is probably the one, this one and the Indy announcement were probably the two that I did not like the most about this. For my money, Independence Day weekend, 4th of July weekend. Man, if there was ever a time you book a race at a track where people can go spend a weekend, have a vacation, enjoy themselves, it's Independence Day weekend. Now, I get it that not every 4th of July race needs to be in Daytona. Okay, I, I get that. It, they should move it around. But why in the world would I want to travel out into the middle of nowhere Wisconsin and Elkhart Lake for 4th of July weekend? Listen, Road America is a great facility. All right, as North American road racing facilities go, Road America is one of the most one of the most biggest names out there. Um, so I don't, I don't begrudge them there. If you wanted to add more road course racing, I mean, road America's you look there without a doubt, Uh, Xfinity series already goes there typically puts on great racing. You add road America to the schedule. You just don't do it on 4th of July. Um, I, you know, on record as saying, I'm not a big proponent of Vegas. I'd never really enjoy watching that track. The race that we got last weekend, pretty well proof of why that is. Um, you know what, but 4th of July in Las Vegas, you travel for that. Um, you know, we spend Labor Day weekend in Darlington, which is not a major market, but you got Myrtle uh, Myrtle Beach, hour, hour and a half down the road. So take the family, catch in some beach time, taking a NASCAR race. Uh, Honestly, my family and I may do that next Labor Day. So it's worth traveling for. We don't, as people with day jobs, we don't get a whole lot of long weekends to plan vacations around. I'm not going to Road America, Wisconsin. So that was a bum decision on NASCAR's part. And then finally, and this is the biggie that has a whole lot of people talking, August the 18th, Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course. NASCAR and the Cup Series will not be racing on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Not on the Oval. They are racing on the road course. Bad decision. Bad decision. Uh, I don't agree with it. I get it that the racing at Indy has not been very good for a number of years now. Attendance has fallen off. I get that. But let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater here. All right, you got the next-gen car coming in in 2022 that supposedly is going to usher in a whole new era of NASCAR racing competition. What would that have looked like on the most hallowed grounds in motorsport in the world? That's the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. (laughs) I get it. I'm, I'm not a road course aficionado. I don't give a crap about watching a road course race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I just don't. I tune in because I want to watch the Oval. That's Indianapolis. The road course is more or less a gimmick to try and get more money out of the facility by having sports cars, and they tried to get Formula One in there for a while, and it didn't work. I I just don't care. I mean, it it produced great racing in the Xfinity race this past uh, August, and that was great to see, and I'm fine with that for the Xfinity series. But the Cup Series is your premier series. It should race on the premier Oval in the world. That's the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Find a way to make the racing better. So that was an epic fail on NASCAR's part. Just my two cents on that. Uh, other noteworthy changes, no Chicago and no Kentucky. Uh, Chicagoland racing there has sucked for some time. Rumor has it that they are going to probably sell that property, NASCAR is probably going to sell that property and it's going to get turned into a strip mall and condos or something along those lines. You can pretty well say goodbye to Chicago. Uh, no big loss. They didn't support that track there anyway. Uh, there's also, they're taking Kentucky Speedway off of the schedule. I get why they're doing that. The racing there has not been that great. I don't know that attendance has been fantastic. Uh, personally, I hate to see that go. For those of you who follow up, follow me on social media. You know that my wife and I love to plan, uh, race day meals around kind of the, the venue, wherever we're going to be. And Kentucky Speedway was always great because we did Cincinnati chili that day. Um, you know, Kentucky Speedway is in Sparta, which is I think about an hour outside of Cincy. And uh, so, so we got to do that. I do, however, think that, that you're losing something by not being able to rope in the Cincinnati market. Uh, you know, a lot of blue-collar crowd in Cincinnati, folks. And you should have been able to draw on that a bit more with, with the NASCAR brand. Um, you know, But that would imply that NASCAR really knows what its brand is. And sometimes I'm not entirely sure that they do. But I digress. That's for another podcast. Uh, as mentioned, Darlington gets a second race date. I think that's a good thing. Uh, Michigan, you're only going there once, uh, no more, uh, double headers. We already covered that and they close once more at, uh, Phoenix next year. Um, I have no problem with them closing out at Phoenix. I think it's a decent track when they're on their money. You see a lot of good racing at Phoenix. Um, but let's not, let's not do that in 2022. Let's move the finale around. You should always open in Daytona with a 500, uh, the NASCAR finale, let's, let's shift that around. That you should treat like the Super Bowl where you move from market to market, and hopefully people start to bid on that. So that's kind of where we're at. I know uh, a lot of NASCAR insiders, people who are in the industry, uh, they did not want to hear a whole lot of bitching and moaning about schedule changes. They were really kind of hoping that, that the NASCAR nation would really rally and, and embrace the new schedule. Um, I know a lot of purists are going to hate some of these changes. I'd like to think I'm somewhere in the middle. You know, I'm, I'm a realist. I don't work for NASCAR so I can get it on my podcast and spew it how I see it as a fan. And, uh, you know, and that's just kind of how I see it. I think some of these changes are really good. I think circuit of the Americas, that is a brilliant call. Uh, I like the return to Nashville. If you can't get the fairgrounds, then fine. Go to the super speedway better to be in the market. However, you can be there than to not be there. Um, You know, I I like the fact that they're not changing the playoff lineup. I think they've got a good batch of tracks there, and that's lined up nicely. Um, Honestly, I might not would mind seeing Nashville replace Las Vegas in the playoffs, but that's just me. You guys know I'm partial to Southern tracks. Um, You know, I I get that NASCAR wants to grow its brand, grow its product, and and be a big-time national global, if not a global, sport. But um, let's not forget where we came from, guys. It's a Southern sport. You never have to forget that. Don't abandon that like you did in the two thousands. Remember where you came from. Be proud of it, and then move on from there. You know, I mean, uh, there is no denying that that hockey, for as much as people love it in Tampa when they're actually winning, uh, or LA or where have you, uh, hockey is a Canadian sport, and they will always love it more in Canada. Just my two cents on that. NASCAR will be the same way. Know where you came from, man. Don't ever lose sight of that. But anyway, that's going to do it for this Hot Take edition. As always, thank you to those who listen. Please leave a review if you like this show. Five stars are much appreciated. That's what gets us up through the ranks and lets people find us. Uh, Also, a quick thank you to those who have bought and reviewed my new novel, Detron City Vice. So far, the reviews on that have been fantastic, and I really appreciate that. I did manage to see that crack a couple Amazon uh, charts this week. So huge, huge thank you to all of my readers, supporters, people who have helped me to bring that to life. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the story. And as mentioned at the top, uh, Scott and Dave will be back with me for our next episode where we will review all kinds of stuff from college football to Star Wars and all of the things that comprise the nexus of Geekery and Guy World. Until then, Ian J. Malone signing off. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy Talladega on Sunday, and we'll see you back next time on the Dudes in Hyperspace podcast.